We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I had a guy turn up to a first date and he sat down and said, Oh, you're the other one? And I didn't understand what he meant. But then he'd gone through my Hinge profile and I've got photos with my sister and he'd swiped for her, not me. Stop. Hello and welcome back to Single Sounds and your first single character of the new year. I am Katie Mack, the host and creator of the only podcast designed to help its listeners find dates. This week's character did the best two truths and a lie filled with her worst dating stories. Plus, if you have a driving license, love, gifting and the night tube, you will be a perfect partner for her. Okay, hi, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Let's start with your profile. Who, what, where? Men. (laughs) I think everyone comes on and just says that. Yeah. I don't know what else there is to say. There isn't. About, it's just, you just it. move on. Yeah. <laughs> so men, and then where? London and the home counties. Oh. Not that fast, I don't think. Um, I would love someone that's really close, obviously, given all the drama with the strikes. But <laughs> I think... There's a lot. Got to keep it broad. So yeah, London and the home counties. Nice. Um, and then, what was the other one? What? What? Uh, no preferences, really. I think I look at... I don't know, other people my age and a lot of people are trying to like settle down and stuff, but I'm kind of open to anything, I think. What is your age? 28. So okay. I guess age-wise, probably not too young. <laughs> <laughs> I think my hinge is set at like 26 and above or maybe okay. 25. So yeah. yeah, but upper end, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> trying to keep it broad, you know, with yeah. hinge, you, uh, you've got to keep those settings as wide as possible. <laughs> But no, probably like 35 or something. I'm really not that fast. I think it's more about trying to meet somebody that you connect with. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I'm looking for. And that's tough <laughs> in this day. Very hard, as we've just said. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult market. It is. Especially on those apps. <laughs> exactly. It's dire out there. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. Let me know your two truths and a lie. So I was thinking about this. I think I'm going to do like a dating edition of Two Truths and Lies. So they're all dating stories. And you have to guess which one's real or not. Oh, this is brilliant. Okay. So the first one is. I'm excited. I had a guy turn up to a first date and he sat down and said, oh, you're the other one. And I didn't understand what he meant. But then he'd gone through my Hinge profile and I've got photos with my sister. And apparently it's quite a big thing that people get us confused because I've had a few people write in and be like, what is it like being a twin? And he'd swiped for her, not me. Stop. And then stop it. didn't really know what to do from there. So <laughs> not a great start. Obviously, there wasn't a second date. And if anyone ever finds it, she is already taken. Okay. There is a ring on that finger recently. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the second one. Went on a few dates with this guy. It was actually really great. Again, met him on Hinge quite early on with Hinge. um, And we really connected. It lasted, I don't know, a couple of months. But 
it kind of like fizzled out. Six months after things, it wasn't like a big breakup or a big end. We kind of just stopped talking and it, that was it. But six months after we stopped talking, he messaged me to tell me in an essay, like one of those really long WhatsApp messages that you have to swipe for, to tell me that he disagreed with a comment I'd made about a TV show on like one of our early dates, which I don't even remember the comment, if I'm honest. And that was it. Nothing else. Just wanted to be like, FYI, I disagree with what you said. It's like... <laughs> Cool. Didn't reply, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> this is tragic, isn't it? It's tragic. <laughs> I could do more than two truths in life. Yeah. <laughs> Six truths, one exactly. life. And then the third one is, I was on a first date with this guy that had actually been set up by a mutual friend. So oh. also you think... Normally they're a bit better. Yeah, there's a bit better. Both the person that was the mutual friend obviously thinks that you're going to have things in common. And yeah. there's a bit of an expectation of you both want to impress, right? Because you don't want to both be dicks and then yeah. you bitch that It gets reported friend. back. Exactly. Anyway, turned up and then he bailed after an hour because he had to go back to the office for a meeting and then didn't text me until 4am being like, sorry, was a late one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hence when I'm on the podcast, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> so which one's the lie? Oh god! You told them all so well. You did so good. Ah, oh, oh! I think the sister one's true. Okay, I can imagine that actually happening. <laughs> Although I'm kind of thinking, you don't really seem like the sort of person that would be stupid enough to have all your photos with you and your sister. I feel like you would have had some on your own. Maybe. Surely, <laughs> or maybe I learned or... from my mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> Christ, and, and since I've removed her. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm assuming she's not on your profile anymore. No. <laughs> but I'm thinking, honestly, I wouldn't even put it past guys just to not look at the first photo. So maybe she was the top one. Exactly. Right. And then, yeah, so I, can, I could see that one. Um, <laughs> the second one, honestly, does that guy not have any more thoughts? Like, I'm kind of thinking that's more judgment on him, that he had no other thoughts in his brain other than to remind you about that one topic. <laughs> and also... I don't think I remembered who he was when he texted me. For yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. This was back at uni as well. You know, things move on pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, you're like, who, who? are you? <laughs> exactly. And also, what, what was the comment I made? How could, but you know what? I think girls moan about the fact that boys don't listen. Boys listen. Yeah. He listened. Clearly. He remembered he, yeah. what I'd said, which Six even I'd months. forgotten. <laughs> and it wasn't even a controversial opinion. I think that was the thing that wound me up. It was about Atlanta, <laughs> which you go, I mean, I thought, I think it's a funny season, but he disagreed that I that the episode the first episode isn't funny um because that was a yeah honestly just oh they're also real because i haven't i know a friend who had a very similar story about the office thing he also was like shit i've got to go back to work and left within like Mm, 40 minutes that corporate life in london yeah on a first date set up i just i just think you'd give yourself some more time (laughs) 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 or just don't go surely i was worth it yeah (laughs) Just like well, your deadline's not going to kill you. Like. <laughs> and I love them all. You're pretty good at this, though. I think you normally get it right. I know. That's why I'm I tried okay. really hard to catch you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get the sisters to lie. That is, oh, damn it, that's true. Yeah, no, I got it wrong. <laughs> no, 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 you're no, right. right. You're right. No, yeah, 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 sorry, yes. sorry. <laughs> you are right. The first one is the lie. Yes. But it is true that a lot of people do write in and start, or used to, because I have taken her off, but I did have one photo <laughs> with her. And like you say, it was like the first one. Yeah. So people would write in and say, how is it being a twin? And not, that you, <laughs> it's just awkward because your reply would be, not a twin. I didn't mean to be <laughs> blunt, but what do you say? Yeah, it makes you, you sound so sassy. Yeah, you're, so you're kind of like, oh, hi, 
lovely to meet you, not a twin. Like, yeah. There's just no way to soften it. <laughs> so I did have to take her off because you go, this yeah. is getting like awkward. And what is your moan of the moment? I actually had loads and I had two that I like narrowed it down to. And I was going to talk about flying, but then yesterday... I had a horrific experience with taxi, so I have to talk about Uber. Okay. What, or not just Uber, just with the taxi apps at the moment. Oh, getting just, them. It, it's just impossible. <laughs> it's absolutely impossible. It's impossible. But then there's also strikes, so I can't get public transport home. Yeah. I don't have night tube on the, like, midweek. It's only Friday, Saturday on my line still. So, for example, on Thursday night was out at my work Christmas party. We all left at, like, 2am near bank. 3.6% surcharge. That's like New Year's Eve surcharge. I have never seen a surcharge that high (laughs) outside of New Year's Eve. Yeah. It was like £80 for us to get back. And we like live in zone four off the northern line, like down south. Yeah. Luckily, I was sharing a taxi with a few people, so it was fine. But there were people that were trying to like go home west on their own. own, £85. (gasps) Or an hour and a half on the night bus. Which is just like... When you're tired. Exactly. And I feel like it's been like this for ages Mm. and it's not improving. And then also the difference is, so yesterday I was out with friends. And there was three of us, so we were like, oh, why don't we just get a taxi back to our friends? Instead of having to get, it was like two tubes and a bus. It just felt like a lot. Yeah. But again, got on the apps and won Uber's like £10 more than Bolt, which you go, how, yeah, how, is, Bolt now. how are the pricing so different though? <laughs> and that seems so unfair. And then I went on to Bolt uh, to go, well, so sorry, I had the two apps open, saw that Bolt was cheaper after checking Uber, went back to Bolt and clicked to accept the driver, right? Mm. And then they just searched. They just searched for ages. So it searched yeah, for 10 they minutes. Do. They just say connect to the driver. Then you get the driver's number plate and you're like, yes. And then they like the client. Yeah. I don't know what they do. And it comes up like immediately. So that happened yeah. to us. And then it came up saying the driver's accepted. It will be a 173 minute wait. <gasps> Yeah, I took a screenshot. <laughs> 173 minutes. Should have made that viral on TikTok. <laughs> I'll let you make it viral. <laughs> yeah. yeah, post it. Yeah, I want it. <laughs> I, I just, I was like, what is going on? So we did do, the, well, no, we didn't in the end, actually. We still we still waited it out. Um, and luckily, one of my friends got on the apps and she managed to get an Uber. So That's insane. Yeah, just really like over yeah, yeah. the situation with them at the moment. <laughs> No, honestly, at this point, I think we should just switch back to black cabs. Yeah, the pricing well, that I'm paying, I feel like I kind of was maybe a universe a university student when like Uber and stuff came out. So yeah. it is kind of all I've known, and I've never really used black cabs. But I'm now thinking with the pricing where it's at, I might as well just hail down a cab yeah. and get in that. Let's go back to dating. We had a little break, but I'm ready because <laughs> your two trees in line were like basically all the worst dating stories anyway. Yeah, so I do not know what this worst dating story is going to yeah. be. So I didn't know whether to go good or bad here, I have to mm. say. Because everyone's done worst dates. And I was like, oh, I was actually trying to think. Like, what are the really nice dates I've been on? <laughs> but then I just thought they would be a bit lame and they wouldn't, yeah, they they're wouldn't not be very interesting. Exciting, I think. Yeah. Unless it's like you do a really spontaneous, fun thing. I think yeah, exactly. the worst ones are more fun. And people like to relate to them, I think. Exactly. So that's why I was like, oh, okay, I'll stick with the worst one. So this was very... I don't know if it was early days of Hinge, but maybe like a few years of of Hinge. And so I'd met this guy. He was so great. Like, I feel like we were texting back and forth um, for a couple of weeks. And he then planned this really cute date. He actually had like a membership at the Tate, which I thought was super sweet. And this was, I think I was at uni at the time. So that was quite like an adult thing to do, mm. not just go and get wasted. At bar. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, that's really sweet. So he had said he could get us into the exhibition for free. So we went had a look around and was really nice. Uh, was a bit awkward. And also on his hinge thing, 
actually maybe should have said this at the beginning he had said or he hadn't disclosed whether he smoked or not and then i could smell the smoke on him when he kind of turned up and that is something for me i'm not a big fan i don't want the smokers um anyway so did that and then he'd booked like a table at the bar at the members bar and it like overlooks st paul's and i was like this is so cute like so lovely sat down we were just chatting having like a really nice time and then we started talking about kind of like past dating experiences what we were looking for etc etc so he told me that he had been seeing this girl for a few years and they'd broken up because they'd been doing long distance so he had moved to China because of his job for two years Mm. and they had done long distance and then I'm not sure exactly when but during that period had broken up because it was too difficult and I was like oh I'm sorry to hear that but like that that's pretty tough right to do long distance and he was like yeah it was really hard you know as you can imagine like it was pretty dry like I wasn't you know getting any kind of physical attention I was like oh okay cool Um, not really sure what I'm supposed to say to yeah. that. <laughs> and also, just to picture it, you know, like the members bar at the tape, people are older, very like civilised. <laughs> this yeah. is what we're talking about. So you're like, okay, cool. Anyway, and then he goes, yeah, so, you know, because it was so, it was just challenging, but, you know, porn's illegal in China. And I was like, is it? Not really a fact I knew off the top of my head. <laughs> he said he had to ask his friends when they'd come over to smuggle him porn. And what, then like magazines? Would... No, no, like oh. a video. Hey. <laughs> I was going to say 3D. Well, yeah, like well, 3D. <laughs> but what, what, like DVDs? I, yeah, I, I, had, really I think it was like DVDs <laughs> of porn that they'd bring into the country. And then he had... I wouldn't of... do that. I'd be like, no. No. I'm not smuggling you in stuff to China. Well, exactly. And especially... With... I don't want to be in their prison system. <laughs> I agree. That's what I was thinking. Like, these kind of systems... Use your imagination, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah, not... that's what I mean. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not that difficult, is it? <laughs> Anyway, then he said that he had other expat friends that also were facing this issue of not being able to access porn. So he would then take the the DVDs and like burn them onto USBs and distribute those round. Side hustle. Is this like a side business that you're doing? And also, I really don't know what you want me to say to any of this. It gets worse though. He just, he just, you know, when you sat there and you go, you are spiraling, mate. I'm not even saying anything at this point, but stop talking. I don't know if this is real, but he basically said that the porn obviously wasn't enough to satisfy his lack of physical attention, right. <laughs> for use of a better word, that he then got drunk at a work party, hooked up with like a Chinese girl. And I was like, okay, fine. Okay. Also unclear if that was when he was with the ex or not. So you're also kind of like, mm-hmm. are you telling me you cheated? Because that's, this is the first date. You're supposed to be trying to make a good impression. <laughs> yeah. Going okay. bad. Yeah, it's going so badly. Anyway, so they slept together. Uh, that ended. And then a few days later, her dad had found out that he'd slept with her. Turns out, again, I reiterate, I don't know if any of this is true. If he made it up, though, I don't understand why. <laughs> yeah, it seems a bit of an odd thing to do. Oh, exactly. But he said her dad turned up at his work and was like, she's a virgin. You have to marry her. So he was like, well, <gasps> obviously then I couldn't sleep with any more local girls because, you know. Scared. It's like quite a big thing in China, apparently, to to have sex with someone and if you're oh not gosh. in a marriage or yeah. in a relationship I was like okay yeah again I mean you, all of this is a culmination of you saying to me that you weren't getting laid enough yeah <laughs> and, well, what is your expectation from this relationship and also from this first date because at this point <laughs> I'm going home yeah <laughs> just awful and I don't I'm not proud of this moment but I then did lie bless his soul my uh my my granddad was in hospital with a kidney stone very routine 
completely was going to be fine. He didn't really know that. So I then (laughs) pretended to ring my dad and say, I'm really sorry. Dad's called me. He's on his deathbed. I have to go. (laughs) Actually, I jumped in a black cab that day. I think that might be the one and only time I used a black cab. (laughs) I couldn't wait for an Uber. I had to get out. So jumped in a black cab and went to a friend's. Oh, I like this question. Let me know the award you should be nominated for. I think I am the best gift giver. I don't know what it is. I just think I remember what people say to me and then have been able to go and like nail all the Christmas gifts. And I was joking. Do you write it down? I do, I I have to write notes, otherwise I will never remember. No, and that's the thing. I think when people have said stuff or I've come up with an idea like during the year, I've made a couple of notes. That's what I do. I've bought them all now. It does really help. But yeah, it helps so much. And so that was the thing. Like my my sister's fiance texted me saying his mum wants to get her something. And I came Mm. up with this idea, which again, wasn't something that I came up with on the spot, but he thought I had. He was like, that's amazing. That's so thoughtful. <laughs> I don't know if I can actually take that. That's too thoughtful. They'll know it isn't from her. <laughs> I was like, okay, wait, how do you, you want me to give you a less thoughtful, less thoughtful <laughs> So they know that she came up with it on her own. Oh. But it is, I think I'm just generally quite good with it. And I think a lot of my friends know that, but it gives me such joy. I mm, really love, that's nice. and I quite like surprises. I think I'm a bit of an inner child there. Where I, I do. like, I like being surprised and I like surprising other people. Uh, same. That's my, like, I'd say I'm better at, surprises yes then gifts yeah so a lot of my gifts are surprises for us like to do things yeah no and that's included when I said gifts as well like, I love that I think more so now with friends for birthdays we just do stuff and they're like yeah like a day out yeah that's and what I, I like to love do. that and I like you to not know anything about the yeah, day that's what, it's just so that's fun what I do like I love it I'm like I'm not gonna tell you what we're doing you're just gonna have to turn up because no. I think that's so fun and I love I don't know why but it gives me such joy to see their reaction to it yeah and I really like them to be enjoying it yeah and so you, there is a feeling when you know you've nailed a gift and oh you're like, yeah I know they'll love that. Honestly, I'm going to be the favourite child this year. I have nailed my mum's Christmas present. <laughs> really? Yeah. I've told it to my sister as well. And that Christmas present, she's not gonna, I'm not going to put her name on it. Because obviously, I'm very much an older sister. <laughs> that I've sorted all the gifts and we'll write both our names on them. But uh, everyone knows I sorted them. Yeah. <laughs> but there's one present that was like, that's too good. Yeah. I'm not giving you the credit for that one. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What are your non negotiables? You can't be a fussy eater. I think food is so important mm. to me that if you're a fussy eater, I just wouldn't be able to deal with that. No. I really truly think that I'm like a person that like lives to eat, not eat to live. Yeah. And I would love that with somebody else. And I am, I feel like the kind of person that will take someone, like we were saying, if you take someone out, if I've booked a restaurant that I really like, I'll kind of be sat there being like, do you, you, do you, you like it? Yeah. Do you, is it good? <laughs> do you like it as much as me? Yeah. <laughs> and You want to see their joy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It sounds so weird, but I really want them to also come back and be like, yeah, it's great. Like, yeah. I love it as much as you love it. And so I just couldn't date somebody, I think, that like is fussy with food mm. or a picky eater. Because actually one of my friends, her her like boyfriend doesn't like garlic. I was like, oh. how? I put garlic in everything. Yeah, that's... I just couldn't Wait, deal does... with that. Yeah. But I think she's a martyr for staying with him for that. Yeah. 
Does he have that arse? Oh, so <clears> like no, a... I think I'm being a, I'm being a bit mean. I think he will eat it if it's like hidden in his Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. I think you'd have to go to every restaurant yeah. and like a part of the way. Yeah. So if he's allergic, different. If he just doesn't like it, yeah. that's no, annoying. And that's why, if you're allergic to stuff, of course, I'm not. I'm not, yeah. I'm not that mean. <laughs> but I just I just think, I like trying new foods. I am pretty big, uh, pretty big foodie, I think. Food is my comfort food. I, feel, I eat for all, all emotions and experiences. <laughs> and so I do think it'd be... It's quite an important thing for me to be able yeah. to share that passion share, for yeah. food, um, whether it's cooking or going out or trying new things. It's just nice if someone else is like keen for that as well, um, nice. and like yeah, and enjoys nice. it. So yeah. Oh, final question. Oh, TED Talk. What would your TED Talk topic be? So actually linked to the Uber thing is the night tube. Oh. I love and hate in some ways the night tube, <laughs> but I think it is the most surreal of experiences. Any time I've used it. It's just madness, isn't it? <laughs> it's just such a unique blend of people. Because mm. I feel like when you commute in the morning, it's, it's just, the same it's sort the of same people. thing. Yeah. And it's so repetitive. Every time I get on the night tube, it's different. <laughs> and it's just, it blows my mind that there are people that are absolutely wasted and there are people kind of like leaving work completely sober. Yeah. And I've seen so many crazy things on the night tube. And it's just, <laughs> I just love it. And it's, it again, recently, I've not been able to get a seat on the night tube, but I can get a seat on my morning commute, yeah. which again feels it, so weird. Yeah, but I'm stood up for 45 minutes on the Northern Line home. Yeah. But in the morning, going to bank where you think everybody works, I can sit down. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's, it's a very unique situation. But I also think it is really good. Like, I think it is a great thing to have because also being a girl in London I it, do it find does make it... you feel safe <clears throat> yeah especially when they're busy I do quite like that I agree I've been on ones that are really quiet and they've made me feel a bit nervous yeah exactly which is why I don't like the buses as much that's exactly quiet, what I was going to say yeah. I think the buses are very quiet and it's just very different versus again I think in the morning people are so miserable and nobody speaks yeah on the night shift, oh, I've everyone. made friends <laughs> yeah I just, chat, it's wait. just very different one of my friends is Rolly Poly so that's her thing <laughs> She loves seeing Rolly Polly's on the tube. <laughs> Love like, that. But she wouldn't do that at 9 a.m., no, would you? No. But at 9 p.m. It's normally, to be fair, when we're going to okay, yeah, fine. the club. Or, you know, when you've got your journey juice. Yeah, yeah. She loves Rolly Polly. Love that. <laughs> it's grim. <laughs> it's, I was going to say, that is so disgusting. I would not Obviously, my... we all film it like, yeah. <laughs> But again, that's probably something I would look at and go, that's brilliant. Love, yeah. Love that everyone, situation. Everyone around us, no one looks at us like, oh, that's so like no, that's annoying. Because the they're like, that's quite funny. Yeah, that everyone's she's rolling bowling on that. the tube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant. It's amazing it hasn't been on that spotted, you know, like oh, yeah. on the tube. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. I haven't yeah. seen that. But no, I just that's think nice. it is. It's just so funny. And so I do love it. I think everyone should, everyone should have a night tube experience. Because mm. my parents haven't done it. Because... They don't live on the tube line, so they may be then, and they're never really out that late in London. So yeah. I think what they'll do is normally get a taxi to like the main line station and then get the train out. So they haven't really done the night tube. So I just don't think that they understand what it's like. <laughs> and they just it's a different world. It's a different world. And so you go, you have to just do it. I don't know how to tell them to you, know, you just go out late and just get on it. Yeah. Just get on it and ride it for a bit. <laughs> It's just such a, such a such a fun time, especially when you've been on a big night out. I just think it's great that that's how you end your night because yeah. I think it's so depressing sometimes. You leave in London, right? And because we all live in such different parts of town, and it can be like half an hour. You can Everyone leave. kind of disperses. Yeah, and yeah. you kind of had that best mo- like night ever. You're all on a high, and then you go, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone's just like disappeared in like two seconds. Yeah. And also because it's so difficult, I feel like it's a very quick exit because you mm. go, so my bus is here. Yeah. Like it's coming. People so they've like running. run off. Yeah. And so it's quite nice. At least you get on the tube and you go, oh, okay, well, there's still friends, friends around. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute.
so cute. So lame, but that's my TED talk. I love it. <laughs> what everyone should experience is the night tube. Night tube, yeah. yeah. But it is the time to find out what someone said about you. Oh. <laughs> Suspense. <laughs> Why someone should date you. Oof. Bestie rec time. So reasons to date my sister in one minute is going to be tough. Um, I think that anyone who knows her knows that at the absolute core of her personality is food. She is the most massive foodie and you'll be guaranteed to never eat another bad meal in your life. But it also means that you probably are never going to just walk into any restaurant casually ever again. Everything that you do and everything that you order will be well thought out and pre-planned, but it means that you're going to eat the best food and you're going to eat at the best places. And that's also whether you're eating out or you're at home because she's also the most unbelievable cook and loves to cook. And she's very adventurous with food. I feel like my time's running out and all I've talked about is food. But overall, she's the most generous, most thoughtful person I know. She is my big sister and she definitely knows how to be a nurturer and how to take care of someone. But also tell you some home truths. She's very straightforward. What you see is what you get, basically. Oh my God, cute. That's cute. That is really cute. <laughs> I love the food thing. The thing is, I knew, I feel like with the Bessie Rack, I knew all my friends would talk about how I'm a massive foodie. Mm. And so that's why I was like, I don't want to go too much on that. Because <laughs> then you're like, oh my God, is this all you have to talk about? <laughs> but it is something that's so... Oh. It is for a lot of people. I've had a lot of people that are yeah. worried that the whole episode is just food. That's the thing. And then you go, <laughs> like, it's okay. I know, but then lots of like, people like it. <laughs> exactly. But then also because I'd listened in to other people that had also done loads of food, you go, oh my God, I'm just going to be one of those Same. Other yeah. foodies. That's what the one girl literally said. She was like, I can't come on anymore because someone else just talk, spoke about food and that's my personality. <laughs> That's the thing I was worried about. <laughs> but no, it is. And, and like, that's the thing. For them, whenever they even do dates, it's so sweet. They'll always, like, message me and I'll plan a lot of their dates for them. So I'm like, go here to this bar and you'll have this. And then when you go, you've, I've got a booking for you. It's like 7pm at this restaurant. And nice. you have to get this taco and this drink. <laughs> then... How do you know what's the best to order, though? Do you just do loads of research? <sighs> yeah, I just, I really enjoy it. So I read a lot of, like, the blogs and uh, I follow, like, different people. Nice. And then I get, like, the daily newsletters on my email and stuff that's amazing and so I get a lot of a lot of information that I just read up on it um and then again I guess because a lot of my friends know I'm foodies they'll go to a good restaurant and then tell me Mm. and I'll always ask them like what they ate you need like a food account oh I know that's what everyone's told me but I just it's just just like there's so many out there really is anyone gonna follow me do they yeah I got a a few of my friends have some some I mean they don't have loads of followers but uh, like my brother's girlfriend's one she's got like a thousand Oh, wow. And she doesn't do much. She just goes, like, to the restaurant she's already going to and posts, like, nice pictures of them and explains yeah. exactly what she's eating. That's cute. Yeah. I actually had, had a, I thought I had a great idea for an app, but then realised it existed, sadly. Oh, which is that sad. really sucks. Yeah, and then the other thing is I'm really good at finding offers. So that's the thing mm-hmm. that I'd like to add because I love a bargain. Yeah, And I love good. that other people love a bargain as well because actually near me they opened a new coffee shop the other week and they were doing one pound coffee all day. Oh. And you just love it because you go, this is bank. You know, most yeah. people are like, sorry not to say it, but banker wankers that can't afford their like £4.50 turmeric latte with gold dust on the top. <laughs> but for the one pound coffee, there was a queue out the door and yeah. you go, we're all in our seats waiting for that because yeah. we love it. Everyone loves a bargain. Everyone it doesn't matter how much money you have. I still yeah. think like 
the human element of getting a bargain yeah. is always going to be there. It's just, it's so funny, right? Love, because people love value. People love it. And so that's what I think. I'm quite good at finding offers and I've got, but again, I'm using other people's content. So that's why I just don't think I have it because all I would do is amalgamate other people's profiles. It's not that yeah. I'm finding it on my own. It's not like I've walked past a restaurant and gone, oh, they're doing 50% off. I knew about it already. Yeah. From but, like another website. But you're still or telling people, I don't know, yeah. Because not everyone's going to look be looking at all yeah, those things, true. like doing all the research you're doing. But then it's really hard, doing. right? Because you have, you have to give them the credit, right, to the website or the influencer. Oh, yeah, you just say, like, Here's, I found it on this. That's yeah. enough, I think. Yeah, true. Don't have to go too deep. Okay, this or that. Okay. Um, decisive? Yeah, I think I am. Yeah, yeah. I got that vibe. Yeah, thank we'll you. Go for it. <laughs> okay, would you rather have a completely automated home or a self-driving car? Ooh, self-driving car yeah but i don't drive actually that's what i need a man with a license <laughs> non-negotiable license yeah because i i do not know how to drive but yeah self-driving you. car i was thinking that so fits in with all your tube and yes and oh that'd Uber be great drama you don't need one that'd just come so pick you up good. yeah yeah no definitely i'm definitely the embarrassing person that has that green license i have to pull it out oh no anytime we get i know and it's getting to the point of being really embarrassing and actually every bounce room is always like is it real really but Oh, you are. Oh, yeah, you are that old, and you still don't have one. <laughs> and especially for work, I had to use my ID for something. So everyone at work found out and was mm. like, "You're like the only person. You're the only person in the office with a green license." <laughs> Would you rather never have to work again, or never have to sleep again? And the caveat: you won't feel tired or suffer negative health effects. So, oh my god, never have to work again. I don't even have to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> That was going to be one of my other moans. It's like micromanagers at the moment. So definitely never have to work again. Yeah. I, I think I'm so... I had a really quiet summer at work. I really hope no one at work listens to this. <laughs> I basically felt like I was part-time because I would be three days in the office. And my Mondays and Fridays, I like wouldn't be at my desk. I would just be out and about. Yeah. And well, if you don't like, have work, like, what are you no, going exactly. to do? No, and, exactly. And to be fair, I, I have a really good company. And so they're not the kind of people that just expect you to be sat there and moving yeah. around. And they know that when things are busy, I have delivered. And so it, it is pretty relaxed. But I would be out and about at like 10 o'clock having a coffee go to a class go do some charity shopping and, and I did this for a few weeks and kind of thought I could do this yeah I could really do this I loved it I absolutely loved it and yeah it was really nice to be out when other people went out as well because that's mm. the other thing like to go shopping on a Monday at two there's nobody out yeah there's like no queues it's really quiet on the tube even like the cheaper pricing for a class because it's off peak mm. there was so many so many upsides so <laughs> definitely never work again yeah I love sleep so I wouldn't cut that out either oh yeah no I'm very good at sleeping as well yeah the same award actually talent. yeah it's a talent I agree <laughs> <laughs> would you rather wake up in the middle of an unknown desert or wake up in a rowboat on an unknown body of water desert I think yeah I think I'm I wouldn't say I'm not a big fan of like a mass of water I think actually the ocean maybe scares me a little bit mm. like I like swimming and I can swim and all of that but I would never do like a cruise. The idea of being out in the middle of the ocean and just nothing around you. Yeah. I think that would freak me out. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. I think Desert Island. I'd rather the ocean because my first thought was I'm very thirsty all the time. <laughs> or like water. It says unknown body of water. I feel like I'd at least be able to drink. I it's just hard. feel like water is, is a big comfort for me. I carry around a water bottle everywhere because I'm 
petrified I'm going to die of thirst at any point. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> Same. My mum told me never leave the house without a bottle of water. My dad told me never leave the house without a credit card. So I always leave with both. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I can do anything. I do the same. I always take my physical cards. Lots of people don't do that anymore. I still no. always have my physical cards. I don't trust Google Play yet. I just think my phone's going to get stolen. No, I always take my physical, physical cards. cards and my water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Always ready for that desert island. <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay <laughs> would you rather be forced to only eat spicy food or only eat incredibly bland food oh spicy food yeah yeah i thought that was coming cause yeah. You, yeah i knew it's like it's gotta be the flavor yeah gotta be the flavor would not be able to give up spicy food yeah yeah Fair. i just feel like bland food is so sad. it would be the worst thing for you yeah Especially people that like don't know how to season. Oh, that makes me so sad. The, the saddest thing is, is when you go to people's house, you open the cup and they've got like salt and pepper. But that's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I just think that's a sad existence. That's an ick for you. Yeah, that's an ick for me. But an ick that I can change. Don't yeah. Me. Oh, yeah. And I have an array of harissa based <laughs> peri peri seasoning. <laughs> I bet your drawers are like. Yeah. Are they organised or are they chaotic though? They are quite organised, but I haven't got to that, you know, like... Not like those... a spice rack. No, Not I don't. I don't live in a big enough kitchen <laughs> <Yeah>. to have. <laughs> you know those Instagram ones where they've got like the label maker? Yeah. No, Not I don't that. have that. I, I aspire to that. But okay, I'm not. That'll be you as a mum. I see it. <laughs> yes. All that kids is like really nicely labelled, like packed lunches. <laughs> Oh, I would love that. I'd love a pantry. That's what. I, yeah, that's, that's the goal. That's the levels. But no, I live in London. So yeah, square things. footage is, is tight. <laughs> would you rather live the next ten years of your life in China or Russia? Oh, now about the porn story. Oh, so that's very funny. Do you want porn or no porn? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, didn't even know that was coming. Maybe China. That's a really hard question. It's a really question. hard question. I would say China because I think, oh, just Russia just scares me. Same. Just, I think, and especially at the I moment. think I prefer the food in China. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like culturally, it's like a really interesting place. Mm. I've never traveled that much and they've got so many great like sites. They've and got food. a lot of different like sceneries yeah. as well. You could do like city, you could do like countryside. Exactly. You could Russia explore a lot. Just... Especially at the moment, I don't think I could live in Russia. Yeah. I don't think I could ever live in Russia, but again... It's very cold. It's very cold, but also I feel like it's just a country that I don't know enough about. Yeah. And it would scare the shit out of me. Well, both of them, the language would be impossible, so I'd... True, but I think in China, well, I don't know. I really don't know much about Russia, I have to say. No. But I feel like with China, at least you could get by on the English, right? Yeah. they export so much, you kind of think a lot of people... I think it's probably English. where you live, but you just pick a big city. Exactly, right. And try and get a job in an international company. And, and also kind of cool okay. to travel from China. Like yeah. You get to travel in Southeast Asia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Good location. holiday in Thailand. Would you rather have amazingly fast typing slash texting speed or be able to read ridiculously fast? I think the reading thing, because I am so slow at reading books. Like, I read two pages. <laughs> oh, really? And then I fall asleep. <laughs> oh, fair. I'm, I'm so good at sleeping. So, yeah, that, definitely. That'd be great if you could just, I always think, I mean, it's such a classic, right? Everyone's like, I wish I re- read more. Mm. But it does take me quite a while to get through books. And again, I think with like working and stuff, I only really read on my commute, which, what, 20 minutes a day? Yeah. It's not really a lot. And so I don't think I've read that many books this year. 
Fair. And it'd be really nice, I think, to... There's such a big list I have of things that I would have liked to read, so I'd love to be able to smash through those. Okay, that concludes the podcast. Yeah. I can't believe it. That yeah. actually went really fast. It goes so quick, honestly. I was very relaxed. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It was great. If you think you are compatible and can show this guest what a good date looks like or know someone else who could, contact the podcast on Instagram at Single Sounds. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday for the first male guest of 2023.